Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. And I really appreciate you joining us every morning. As I continue to share, the numbers on the show continue to do extraordinarily well. People are engaging in this conversation around uh, celebrating Coastal Mississippi. It's it's really really a, a, an honor to have this opportunity to share with you so many so many really amazing leaders here in Coastal Mississippi who are making a difference. And we'll talk to a few characters along the way as well. You know, we talk about goal setting from time to time. A lot of time as it relates to the community, but. We also learn from our guests all kinds of anecdotes that we can use in our lives to help make make goal setting and maybe achieving goals easier for ourselves. There's a lot of best practices that we share, but you know it's always important to set to, to set goals uh, for yourself for the community. Uh, that's always important. But once you set the goal, uh, a friend here at Super Talk Mississippi Media, Glenn Matina Jr posted this on Facebook not long ago, and I thought it was terrific, and it really applies well to this part of the conversation. Don't think about what can happen in a month. Don't think about what can happen in a year. Just focus on the 24 hours in front of you and do what you can to get closer uh, to what you want to be. I, I just think that's really great advice. And that's what this show, Coastview, is all about. It's about helping you and our community raise the bar. I have this strong belief, as I, as I express on a regular basis, that, that people with passion can change our world here in coastal Mississippi for the better. One of those people we talked to last week, John Harrison, the CEO of Hancock Whitney, we had a great conversation just talking about a wide range of, of topics, especially the excellent job that Mississippi has done to bring ourselves back uh, from the sort of the brinks of the pandemic. And we really did bounce back, and our future is really brighter than most states as we as we go forward. Uh, you can see that uh, conversation, incidentally, at the Super Talk Gulf Coast Facebook page, the Super Talk Mississippi Facebook page, the Super Talk Mississippi YouTube page. You can go to supertalk.fm to see it, and uh, you know any of your favorite podcasts. We try to be there wherever, whenever you want to you want to you want to engage in Coast View. And now I'm happy to have another coast leader who believes deep in his heart that people with passion can change our world in coastal Mississippi for the better. He's the uh, chairman, president, and CEO of Mississippi Power Company and a good friend of mine, Anthony Wilson. How are you doing, Anthony? I'm doing great, Ricky. It's good to be back with you. You do believe that. And what I what enjoy about connecting with you is that we share something. You grew up in Diaberville and became the president and CEO of Mississippi Power. I grew up in Gulfport and became the, the president and publisher of the Sun-Herald. I, I, you know, that reality, you know, the, to grow up in the community and then go to work for an organization that is so focused on improving the community, that was something that excited me every single day. And it's so, something I'm sure that when you wake up in the morning, you, you probably think, man, it, what, what a gift to be able to do this. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. You just never think in your career that, uh, you know, you, you start off wherever you start off early on, entry level, 
and uh, you, you you work hard. It's, it's kind of like your what you were saying earlier. You you work hard every single day. You you don't you don't necessarily think about a year or ten years away. You're just trying to do a good job uh, on that day. And uh, you know then then fate smiles, and uh, you have an opportunity to to come back home and and make a difference here. And you know and to be with such a great a great company. Uh, you know, Mississippi Power has been a, a big part of this of this state for right at 100 years. And uh, come back here and work with friends like you and, and many others. Uh, it's it's uh, it's fantastic. It's really an honor uh, for people. You so, so right off the bat, you grew up in Diavrile. You had the opportunity to work your way up in the company. And and here you are today when the pandemic hits. You're not just the chairman of the Gulf Coast Business Council, but you're the incoming chairman of the MEC, the Mississippi Economic Council. And uh, man, you look back on this year, of course you were also involved in the Restart Mississippi effort uh, that, Governor, that Governor Tate Reeves put together. But you look back on this year and it's really amazing, really, when you think about it, that a year has gone by. I mean, do you, do you find yourself sort of in the quietness of your thoughts thinking, man, did time fly? Oh, no doubt about it. We th this morning we had a we had a meeting of the uh, Gulf Coast Business Council, and, and Ashley Ashley made the comment that uh, last March was probably the last in person meeting we had, and, and you know his he's he's thinking that uh, next month may be the first in person meeting we've had. So a year has passed, a little over a year, and it just it just seems like that you know it all just happened but then again you you think through all the the, the nuances of that you know we com we as a company just like all companies completely changed uh, how we how we conducted our business and you know we had many men and women that they continued to work that the folks that are out there every day turning the lights on and and uh, generating electricity and, and th those folks continued to work their 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 normal shifts. Um, they had to they had to completely readjust to to make sure that they were following the the, the COVID protocols and and uh, but they did that and just like they did in all these other businesses, uh, just like your business, Ricky. I mean, we 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 used to do these in your studio, as you recall, and and now here we are, and we're doing it a totally different way. And and about uh, about fifty percent of our employees continued to work out there serving our customers, the other 50% uh, conducted and continue to conduct their business just like this in a, in a virtual way. And, um, you know, it's, it, we're all finding a way to, to, to carry on our business as best we can. I know it's, I know it's extremely challenging to some of our small businesses where they, they, they are so dependent on people walking in and uh, doing business with them. And uh, they have persevered and, Matter of fact, I, I think most of them have done maybe even better than their peers across the United States. Uh, you know, I, I just think it's some of the Mississippi stick to itness, uh, but they they have found a way, and um, they're going to make it to the other side of this thing. And and, and you know, it, it just makes you proud. It makes you proud to see how all these folks have found a way to survive and do well. The amount of innovation that occurred across coastal Mississippi in terms of respond, responding to the pandemic. You know, I watch and I talk all the time about this, Anthony, but you think about the role the chambers played in, in, in being the conduit 
between all this information coming back about any kind of piece of information that could help a small business person. Um, it could be, you know, the, 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 the uh, Gulf Coast Business Council and the, and the role that it played in, in being this incredible information conduit for businesses. Um, it really helped. I mean, Lee Bond, you know, from Singer River Hospital said that, you know, we, we can never forget that America is a very productive country. And if you think about Mississippi, I mean, the key to our success as a state is that we have a, we need to have a thriving economy. So finding the right mix between the economic world and, and helping people feel safe, it's been really something to behold. And I'll have to tell you, I mean, we say it all, all the time on the show that in the DNA of coastal Mississippians is the ability to bounce back. There's this resiliency, and certainly that came to bear. And I think about Mississippi Power, incidentally, Anthony, when you and I first start, started talking about the pandemic, it wasn't long after that that in April uh, the Easter tornadoes came through, and here's your team out you know, dealing with that incredible, that record uh, tornado in the pandemic situation. And then, you know, you fast forward other weather events, of course, ultimately Hurricane Zeta, but all the, the, the threats that we had prior to that, it was a really, really challenging year. And I think at the core of our response was that in our core DNA that we just assess the situation and we deal with it. And that's one of the most powerful attributes of uh, being a Mississippian, don't you think? I do. I do. It's well said. I, you know, yesterday or, or last year was just an incredible uh, chain of events uh, in terms of just weather. I mean, it, it, on top of the COVID, we had uh, we, we had one of our uh, one of our analysts actually go back and, and kind of sew together the, the number of days that we were either in a storm mode. In other words, we're turning power back on are preparing to turn power back on. And it turned out, Ricky, 58 days last year, we were, we were in that mode. So literally two months out of, the, out of the 12 months, we were engaged in storm restoration, which is, you know, that's, 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 way, out of, uh, that's way out of the norm. And, uh, but, you know, our, our folks take that very seriously. It, it's it's uh, the, the economy has a difficult time uh, moving forward if they have no electricity think about our modern world you and i've talked about this before nothing really happens without electricity uh every these devices that you and i are using right now if we were unable to charge them or connect them into the wall we wouldn't be having this conversation so you know every every aspect of our lives now uh is directly related to uh electricity so It is incredible. This is Anthony Wilson, the uh, chairman, president, CEO of Mississippi Power. And when we come back, we're going to find out what's the latest at at Mississippi Power these days. We'll get his view on the economic situation, and uh, we'll just continue the conversation. We'll see you after this break. View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I 10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coastview. We have Anthony Wilson with us today. He's the chairman, president, and CEO of Mississippi Power Company. He's a good friend of mine, a great friend to the show, and uh, someone who really believes strongly in uh, Mississippi, and especially coastal Mississippi as a region. And one of the reasons why we're so strong, why we are sort of the economic engine that drives the rest of the state, is because we have leaders like Anthony who are willing to volunteer an enormous amount of their time to help us build a stronger community. And Anthony, before we move to the economy, I want to I want to come back to sort of the storm mode you talked about a, a second ago, because certainly we had our challenges. You had your challenges within your distribution area, but you also sent uh, crews to multiple states, and uh, you were reciprocating. Uh, essentially the same kind of arrangement that you have. And we have tough situations like Katrina, for example, where people came from all over the United States to help us. Kind of review that quickly, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, you know, it's, it's really, it's a unique arrangement amongst the utilities across the United States. It's, it's, it actually has a name. It's, it's called mutual assistance. And basically what it means is if somebody, uh, some industry, some utility gets hit, then the other utilities, if they are not engaged or involved in that weather event, we're going to we're going to try to go help, and uh, and they do the same, and that that's the way it works. And uh, you know, through that process, we went to last year alone. We went to Georgia, the Carolinas, uh, Philadelphia, uh, New York City, uh, Texas, and Louisiana more times than I can count because they sure had rough luck last year with, with storms. Uh, and then of course it all kind of culminated with Zeta here and they all came to help us. So that's, that's the way it works. And, um, thank goodness that it does. Yeah. Boy, thank goodness that it, that it does. Um, we're so lucky to have great leadership in your company and in other companies who recognize the importance of that cooperative arrangement that you guys have put together. Um, so let's uh, talk just a second about, uh, you know, John and I had a detailed conversation about how well Mississippi has done relative to other states, especially here in coastal Mississippi, the way the casino industry came back, how the tourism numbers have really driven positive numbers for the state. What's your view on sort of where we are and where we're headed? <laughs> You know, I, I think we, I agree with John. He and I, I talk about this often. Um, I think the economy is coming back here. You know, we, we took a hit like everyone else did, but I believe our economy was, uh, I don't think we, we fell quite as far for one thing. And then I think our uh, bounce back has been a little bit quicker. I think some of that is through, uh, you know, Governor Reeves's leadership. He, he, he never completely allowed the state to shut down. I, you know, looking back at that, that was that was very wise, and uh, that allows us to have a, a our economy to have a running start at getting back to normal. And uh, I think you're I think you're seeing that. It, one of the things we track so closely is is uh, build out in, in new buildings, both residential, commercial. And uh, we're we're really beginning to see uh, good growth uh, here along the coast, and really across our, our the state, uh, but especially here along the coast, we're seeing great residential growth um, right here on the coastline. If you drive if you drive ninety, you can see exactly what I'm talking about, and it really extends all the way from Bay St. Louis to through Ocean Springs and in 
in further further to the east to Pascagoula. So, you know, that's encouraging. That that tells you that that, that people feel some level of confidence that they can begin the construction of maybe on their dream home or their home and that um, that the economy is going to allow them to do that with uh, without a whole lot of disturbance. And, uh, you know, it hadn't been that way, Ricky. It hadn't been that way in a while. So confidence is the forerunner of, of, of action. And uh, we're beginning to we're beginning to see that. And, and also, uh, we're beginning to see some of that in the commercial sector, which has really been a, it's really been a while for that. So uh, I, I I concur. I do think the the economy is is getting better. Um, you know, if you if John touched on tourism, I'll just touch on that as well. If if you look at the the, the numbers on tourism, we did not fall nearly as far as as, as just about all of our counterparts which is terrific. I think people felt like they could continue to safely travel in to our, to our area and enjoy all that we have here for folks to, uh, to bring their families. And um, so we ne that never completely stopped. It certainly slowed down, but it's, it's coming back. I think people believe that, that hey, I'm, I'm tired of being at home. I'm tired of not allowing my kids to do anything at all. I'm, I'm going to take them to coastal Mississippi and, and we're going to have a good time and they're doing that. And, uh, and I think our casinos are beginning to open up a little bit more. Uh, I think the aquarium has been a fantastic uh, addition to our coast. Uh, I was, matter of fact, uh, I was there Saturday uh, with, with, with my family and uh, had opportunity to just talk to people. And there were folks there from all over there. I, I, we met a great family from Houston. Uh, they said, hey, you know, coastal Mississippi is a pretty easy drive. We're going to go over and check it out. It was their first time to to the coast and they were having a great time. They were in, enjoying all that there 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 is to offer here. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I think that's just one example. But I think there's many examples like that out there right now I, you know yeah i had mayor yeah, billy hughes on last week and he said the numbers of the aquarium were just uh off the charts you know they they opened up man during the pandemic and then the hurricane but you know we see we're beginning to see now that people can see the light at the end of the tunnel we get a little spring break across you know the the south the numbers people are staying in line just kind of, i think i think he actually said sold out which is really incredible i hope that that, wow. that definitely continues Hey, let's shift gears for a second. You guys have been involved in a grid modernization plan. And the other thing that uh, I wonder about is we talk about the, the trends that were in place, technological trends and other trends that were in place due to the pandemic, before the pandemic, were sped up by the pandemic. I'm just kind of curious, you know, how are you guys doing and what trends do you see that might impact you guys either positively or negatively? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, again, I, I think technology is it, it. It's really beginning to be uh, across our entire economy, and and I think you would agree with that for sure, Ricky. It and it's certainly moving across the utility the utility sector. We you, you mentioned grid modernization, and and that's a that's a great example of it. We we now have the ability. To, for our, our electric system to really switch itself 
without any human intervention, uh, which is a huge, uh, which is a huge deal in terms of how fast your power gets back on when, when somebody runs into a pole, for example, or lightning strikes or, or any of those, or any of those things, you know, it's clearly not going to make the repair on that, on that pole that's been struck by a vehicle. But what it does do is it isolates that incident. So customers on either side of it can get their power back much, much faster. And it's, it's doing it in the realm of seconds. And the, 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 the computer system, the technology is doing that. And our operator is he's overseeing it. He's making sure that it, you know, that it's that it's actually maximizing the number of customers that it can get back on. But all of that's happening behind the scenes, and, and those are those systems are called self-healing. So it's a self-healing system. And um, we're in we're in process right now of spending about seven hundred million dollars over the next uh, about the next five to six years. And the, the end result of that is about 95% of our customers will be behind a self-healing system uh, when that's done. Um, so technology is it's changing, it's changing everything. It is, it is incredible. Hey, we don't have much time left, but I wanted to, uh, to um, bring light to a couple of big promotions that you just announced. Uh, Tommy yeah. Murphy was actually my neighbor <laughs> at one point and know him very well. But I wanted you tell tell about those two promotions that you you announced. Yeah, th thank you for bringing that up, Ricky. That we we had uh, Fran Forehand, who was our vice president of customer service operations. Uh, the, all, all of our contact with our customers is in that organization, so it's a big job. And she she moved back to Georgia Power. She's uh, she she moved from there several years ago, and she had an opportunity to go back for a promotion, and. Uh, we had the opportunity to promote uh, Tommy Murphy, who probably many of your listeners know Tommy Murphy. He's been, he's been on the coast for, for years and years, does a fantastic job, has done a fantastic job for Southern Company and for Mississippi Power for years and years. Uh, he has taken over that role. So he's, uh, he's in the seat and he's, uh, he's excited and I'm excited to have him in that role. And uh, we were able to recruit one of our own back to Mississippi uh, Mike Middleton, who grew up in Moss Point, uh, graduated from Moss Point High School, uh, went to Mississippi State, got an electrical engineering degree, uh, worked for Mississippi Power for about 14, 15 years, and then moved to Georgia Power, our sister company, and worked there uh, for, a, I don't know, five or six years. And, and then I had a, a, a we, we saw an, an opportunity. Uh, to get him back home, and and we 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 were successful in in doing that. So he's going to be taking Tommy Murphy's role as the coastal the coastal division manager. So uh, two two long term uh, Mississippians taking taking <laughs> over key roles for us. Well, it's good to see him. I think they're obviously both eminently qualified for those roles. And uh, and again, I know I know Tommy, so. I think the world of him and his family. He's just a he's a he's a good man, and I remember when he used to work in I, IT or whatever at Mississippi Power. Yeah. He kind of worked his way up through the company. Just just incredible to see people, you know, pay their dues and learn the steps. Yeah. And you know, as I said at the beginning, should not necessarily worry about a year from now. Have a goal for a year from now, but then man, do the best job you can here in this moment. That's the one difference you can make. Anyway, Anthony, Absolutely. it's been a pleasure to, to visit with you this morning. We're out of time, but. 
I hope to get back to you sooner this time. We, we It's a little bit too much of a gap since the last time we talked. Yeah, we'll do that, Ricky. We, we've had we had a lot of storms between, so we've, we've been... We sure did. Both of us. <laughs> we, we sure did. This is Anthony Wilson, the chairman, president, and CEO of Mississippi Power. And when we come back, we're going to have a conversation with Chief John Miller from the Bluxy Police Department. A Super Talk Mississippi media production. 